Hi, and welcome to Girls on Fire, the podcast. Girls on Fire, the podcast is a celebration of our girls, our community and our school. Today we're chatting with Alicia. My first question is, what was your biggest accomplishment? My biggest accomplishment? Ooh, that's a tough one. I think... For me, it would be um, overcoming my knee injuries because I've had quite a few surgeries, about three on them, so on the same knee. Yeah, it would definitely be um, where I'm at now, which is kind of finally progressing along, I think. Um, What is it like being a part of the Eagles leadership team? Oh, (laughs) it's actually really good. Um, It's interesting to hear a lot of the the talk that goes behind the scenes with between like coaches and the club and stuff. Um, And it's also nice to be able to advocate for a lot of the girls and make sure that their views are being a priority within a lot of the decision-making going on. What's the um, day-to-day life like playing for the AFLW? Oh, day-to-day life, far out. Uh, (laughs) It's very busy. So I work 8.30 to 5 p.m., and we train well we can get to training by four um we have a team meeting by 5 30 and we probably finish at around 9 p.m um besides that you have to do like um rehab whether it's recovery um going to see the doctor physios anything else they all have to be done during my lunch break or before work um this morning i did a swim session um and then i'll work and then i'll have gym again tonight so it is very hectic and Saturday mornings we train at 6.30 till 11. So it's a six day a week thing. <laughs> what inspired you to play footy? Um, yeah, I, I lived in Melbourne for like two or so years and one of my netball friends actually came to visit me and she had moved across to play football rather than netball. Um, and she actually dragged me along to some of their training sessions and was really talking it up and said, you'd love it. But I think she just wanted a lift to training while, <laughs> while she was visiting. Um, and yeah, so I went along to the training session and I just realized how much fun it was. I love learning new things. Um, I get into a lot of trouble in netball. I got sent off court a couple of times for being too rough. I still disagree to this day. Um, so, yeah, when I played football, I was like, this is probably a bit more to my um, body build, I think. <laughs> Who was your toughest opponent to play? I'm terrible with names. I just remember what people look like and how they play. Um, she played for GWS. Um, and the one year when I played at Freo, they absolutely flogged us. And... I felt like she was so tall, she was strong, um, and it didn't matter what we were kind of doing. Like, they just seemed to get the ball and everything went their way. Um, So that was probably the toughest opponent I played against because I didn't feel like we could kind of switch the play back into our favour. What's your favourite aspect of playing AFL? Gosh, I think it's more the team environment. I really like playing for someone else. yeah, I think every like most things that I do, it's all about trying to protect my teammates and help them, I guess, succeed and um, for us to, I guess, win the game. Like I know my strengths and I think it's also about helping them and showing what their strengths are and, yeah, letting us show our skill really. I think that's probably the best part. Yeah. 
What advice would you give like a young girl wanting to play the AFLW? Oh, <laughs> what advice? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's definitely belief. Um, you know, you have to be able to believe that you have the ability as well as um, that if you put your mind to it, that you can actually do it. But I think a lot of the time as well would be you have to make a lot of sacrifices. So, um, you know, I guess a lot of the time growing up within MLC, a lot of the girls would go hang out with their friends on weekends or like go and party and all that sort of stuff. And for me, it was always that I have training. I have to watch what I eat um, to make sure I had enough energy and be able to recover from the previous training sessions. So um, you tend to find people that have the same values and drive as you do. Um, so it doesn't actually seem like much of a sacrifice and commitment when you're surrounded by like-minded people. So I think that's probably two or three most important things. <laughs> um, who was your number one supporter during football? My number one supporter would be my sister. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's two years older than me, um, played for West Coast Fever. Um, and I think for the two of us, um, She's been through a similar pathway as me, so really understands what I've had to do to get to where I am and probably is my biggest critic as well in telling me I need to do certain things, like I need to eat healthier or whatever it is, which I don't always agree with. Um, but she understands. I think it's her and her husband, yeah. What was the rec recovery process when you told me Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm always like, oh, good old me. Um, yeah, it was very long. So I did, I ruptured my PCL in the 2018 season and that's a 12-month rehab. Um, and then just after that 12 months, I'd done my meniscus, which is a four- to six-month rehab. And then three months into that, I did my meniscus again. So that was another four to six months on top of that. Um, it was very rough. Uh, all three times I had to be in a leg brace, a straight leg brace for six weeks. So I couldn't walk. I was on crutches the whole time. Um, and really having to remember how to walk again. Like it was just little movements that you just take for granted, um, which I really had to focus on because I kept like dragging my leg and hitting it on the ground. <laughs> um, but there's a lot, of, a lot of different things and it's all in like, I guess, phases. So once I progressed to that, it was like a, a little win and then I'd focus on the next thing. There was always something to be working towards. Um, but I think, yeah, one of the main ones is I lost so much muscle in my leg because you can't use it at all. Um, and it, the main part was trying to build that back up again and also the pain and trying to learn what pain is okay and what is wrong, yeah. What was your um, fondest MLC memory? I think it would definitely be um, my final year at MLC because it was centenary year and I think it was a lot of all the celebrations and everyone kind of being able to come together. Um, yeah, it was definitely, um, it made the year go by so fast. Um, and everything that happened was, yeah, the best part, I think. <laughs> um, I have a question. How often do you see your family once you start playing footy? 
呃，我<笑> ，sorry， 嗯<笑>、um, ，I probably don't see my family as much， but I wouldn't see them much， but I live with my mum， so I see her all the time， and I actually work with my sister， so I see her all the time， and my brother recently moved back to Perth from Canberra， and he lives down the street <laughs>。Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> I kind of see them a bit, but、um, yeah, it's only because I can see them in different areas.、Um, but if I had, yeah, if I hadn't had these other like work and home with them, I probably wouldn't see them at all until the weekend, possibly. But when I was at school, I barely ever saw them because I couldn't travel home on the school holidays because you had sport. So it'd probably be during around Christmas time. Um, is there anyone that, or was there anyone that inspired you to play footy? Not really, no. I didn't really watch football. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I um, I was telling people. So my first football game, I actually like YouTube the umpiring rules and how to handball.、Oh. So, yeah, I I never really used to watch football. I was more of someone that just loved playing the sport. Um, but since then, I watch football all the time on the weekends. I like to watch how they play. Who's the, you know, who's bringing something new to the game and how their setups are and things, which I find very interesting. Which I think other people are like, oh god, she's a nerd. But <laughs> I really love that side.、Um, but since then, I、um, so since I moved to West Coast last year, I changed my football number to number thirty-seven, which is for Adam Goods. So it was after the final quarter and stuff,、um, and I knew at the time everything was happening and stuff. But you know, I was like, "What can I do as one person at this time?"、Um, and I thought, actually, I want to change my number to show support. So probably him.、Yeah. <laughs> do you ever consider going back to netball? Oh, <laughs> I、uh, I played netball last year. Um, I do love netball, but as soon as I play, I think I hate umpires. So why did I come back?、Um, it is a tough one. I really enjoy enjoy it. I've spent years training and playing, and I have a lot of all my friendship groups are around sport and netball.、Um, but also with my footy commitments, and they're like we paid. To fix your knee, <laughs> if something else happens, like that means they then have to pay for it. So, really, I I owe it to the club、um, to make sure that I give my all to football. Though my sister is a netball coach and keeps trying to tell me to come and play. <laughs> Thank you for coming. It's been amazing to hear about your story. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Girls on Fire the podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes to come.